0: speaking of shoes and no i'm not sponsored but converse Mm. okay Mm -hmm. i don't i don't mean like you know the thicker type ones that your parents buy you because you think that they think that they're gonna last longer no i mean like the potato sack uh Mm. thin Mm -hmm. can uh canvas style converse
1: hello all and welcome to episode eight of season one of audio stew my name is kurt bailey and i'm your host today's episode features andrew wentz Um, andrew and i just sat around a table and basically shared stories back and forth for about 45 minutes um so this episode is a little less um structured as far as topic wise um it's mostly just andrew and i having some fun you're gonna get a nice variety of stories today i just wanted to try something a little bit different and uh this was really fun to do, so I'm glad I did. And I hope you enjoyed it as well.
0: It has begun. That's dangerous.
1: I mean, that's, that's how most things, though. They have to begin somehow, so. Hello, everyone. You are tuning in to what could be the, the greatest podcast of all time. Another episode of Audio Stew. Um, we're ready to change your life today um uh, we are trying something a little different um this isn't a new series idea at least i'm not uh, intending for it to be but more of a more of an experiment and just to see what i can learn from it but today i have another guest with me who is that other
0: guest uh my name is andrew wentz i um I am one of Kurt's many fellow roommates, housemates, whatever you want to call us. I don't know if that's a good introduction of myself or not. And who are you? That was Noah. Bye, Noah. I love love you, Noah. Alright, thank you,
1: all Anyway, so... Today, Andrew and I are doing a fun little thing together. We're going to be telling some stories. And, uh the plan is to go back and forth telling stories the stories can be basically about whatever um hopefully they will be entertaining maybe we'll learn some things along the way who knows uh you never know with these kind of things but how this format is going to work is one of us will ask the other person to tell a story related to a certain topic and if that person has something to share they will share a story um there might be a few pauses in between and stuff like that. I guess we'll have to see. But that is the plan for now. Um, our, we have the, the, uh, we have an hourglass effect going on right now. Andrew, would you like to explain that?
0: So I have this big, um, commonly known as a stein, which is used for commonly alcohol. I thought it was just a big mug. It is essentially a big mug that I drink milk out of. That is what I have converted it into. So I have filled this mug with strawberry milk.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And when the milk is gone, I am gone too. And that is how we shall be doing this. And we're already
1: yeah, Andrew's about 10% already been of the way through. Sips. I've got myself a little tiny cup that I didn't really think through. Um, so... Who knows how long this podcast is gonna go? Uh, it might, I might have to hold off on the milk if I wanted to extend it, or otherwise I'm gonna have to drink up if I start getting tired. <laughs> so I'd like to go at least half an hour. Who knows? We're just kind of having some fun today. So Andrew, would well, you like to go first, or should we? Let's should we rock paper scissors?
0: Um, if you have a topic in mind, I guess I can go first.
1: Okay. Um, I'm going to try and hit a variety of things tonight So we'll Uh-oh. have to see Andrew, I would love for you to share a story um, um, By the way, we didn't really introduce ourselves at all But I think we're just going to hop right in Because we're going to learn a lot about Andrew through his stories, I would assume so. Uh oh We'll have to see <laughs> Anyway, Andrew, uh, who many people probably do not know, but some may who knows? Um, I would love for you to share a story um, about a pet that you owned.
0: So, in my life, I have owned... Okay, so my sister owned a crawfish. Because, crawfish? Okay, <laughs> it, so, so that this technically isn't even my pet, and I barely remember it. Okay. Uh, so... When we were in elementary school, it was like second or third grade, uh, they had class crawfish pets for some odd reason. I don't remember why.
2: Mm-hmm. But
0: then like, um, yeah, I like, I don't know, uh, end of the first semester, like, hey, if students want to take home one, they can't. So my sister took it home. She named it Graham, <laughs> short for Graham Cracker. And um, <laughs> it did eventually die. And my sister was extremely upset. Rip Graham. And we buried Graham out in the uh, flower bed out front in a plastic baggie. So somewhere in this town, in front of the first house that I ever lived in, there is the skeletal system of a crawfish. <laughs>
1: inside of a plastic Inside bag. of a Ziploc <laughs> baggie. Uh,
0: so the next pets I owned, which I don't know how to remember this, uh, two fish. Don't remember what fish they were. Don't remember their names. Nothing. I remember going to Disney World and coming back and they were gone. That's it.
1: Oh. Well, then there, there's also that fish in your room.
0: Uh, I feel really dumb. There's a fish in my room? <laughs> yeah. You don't know about this? No? Yeah. No, we've had a
1: fish in your room for like the past year and we feed it every now and then.
0: Okay, the story sounds familiar, but no, I don't. Oh yeah, yeah. His, um, his name is Gil.
1: He's great.
0: All right. So, apparently got True I, story. I don't know how to feel about this. Okay, moving <laughs> on. So, after that, um Yeah, like okay, so we get back from Disney World and not not just like it's not like the fish tank is empty. The fish tank itself is gone. Really? Yeah. But like where the fish tank was it was all replaced with like flowers and like you know other household items mm-hmm. so it's not like someone stole it it's like someone came over to take care of the fish they realized oh crap the fish is dead and then they disposed of it um I don't know why I, I just I, that that's all I remember is, is had a fish went to Disney World came back no fish uh and then it was years later uh when I was in Sixth grade. Mm-hmm. My wow! Well, my family got a Siberian Husky. Oh really? Yeah, we wow. named him named him Max. Nice. He was six at the time. Six years old when he got him. He's mm-hmm. he's still kicking. Nice. He's old and fat. He he's he doesn't like me.
2: Oh,
0: I'm sorry to hear that. It's okay. He's he's always had mixed feelings about me. And then my, and then uh, uh, three years later, my no, not three years later. That this would be, shoot. Uh no, this this would have been three or four years later. Uh, so after my parents split, my dad decides to get another husky. So he he already mm-hmm. has Max, mm-hmm. and then he buys a, uh, a like a three or four year old husky. And we named her Natasha, now Natasha's my little buddy mm. when I, when we first met she she was you know all all up in my face, and she's ever since then she's just been my little buddy whenever I see her, she always comes up to me and stays by my side. she's really cute, and precious um and then fast forward to another year uh, they had puppies sold all of them, dude, puppies make a lot of noise. <laughs> But they're
1: puppies.
0: (laughs) Okay, there's a difference between a newborn puppy and like a living dog. I mean, let let, let me let me me rephrase that. A functioning dog. (laughs) Okay, maybe. A dog that can control itself. Ah, I see. Um so yeah, there's there's that. Um But then all those dogs, uh, my dad sold all of them. They all got adopted, rehomed, whatever you want to call it.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. And they're they're doing well. I assume everyone... Well, I haven't seen them since, you know, they can fit in my hand, but... um, You assume
2: they're doing
0: well. I assume that. From what I've heard, they're doing well. I've seen pictures of them. Um, And then fast forward to... Oh. You've uh, had a lot of pets. Yeah. And then the most important one, um, I got my... Sophomore year, I, mm-hmm. so, a little bit of backstory with this, it was while at school,
2: mm-hmm.
0: I decided to, over the lunch hour, we were able to, you know, go off campus, so I walk across the street, and I'm standing there, uh, eating my gas station sandwich, mm-hmm. and drinking my gas station juice, mm-hmm. because it's better than whatever the school would supply for us,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and I looked down, and I found this rock. Mm. And I was like, you know what? That's a good rock. Mm-hmm. I go back to class. I go into study hall, pick up a sharpie, draw a face on him, and I named him Dwayne. Hmm. Dwayne is my pet rock.
2: Wow.
1: Sorry, I'm getting a little teary- teary-eyed. That, that's, and that's so beautiful.
0: Dwayne is still living in my room.
1: Yep. I've taken Dwayne on a walk before. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Are you okay? <laughs> I'll spit out my milk.
1: I suppose that's one way. If you want to extend
0: the conversation, <laughs> You're like, no, I need more milk. Uh, okay. So, <laughs> unless you want to count like stupid virtual pets on like the Sims, but those uh, don't count. Those don't count.
1: No, I think that's good for that's okay. good for pet stories. Well okay. done. That was a good start yeah <laughs> it's a pretty high bar
0: um Kurt. mhm curtis mhm curtly mm. I don't know about that last one um I have no idea I sh- <laughs> uh, just um whatever first thing comes to your mind maybe I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna cheap out here okay tell me about your pets
1: Oh, okay. You're just going to flip it back. All right. That's a fair start. I'm okay with that. Uh, so, fun story. I have never personally owned a pet. Uh, well, but yeah.
0: ne- neither have I.
1: Yeah. yeah. Unless you well, count Duane. Dwayne. yeah. Dwayne counts. Dwayne's a great guy. Yeah. Um. I'm trying to think of uh, <clears throat> which story is best. Um, I'm going to talk about... Um, I don't want to get all depressing because both... uh, So my family had two dogs. Um, We had a golden retriever, mutt-type dog, and then a corgi. And uh, one of them... Yeah, one of them basically got, like, eaten alive, and that was terrible. And then the other one died of, like, old age. And I was, like, holding her paw when she died and stuff. And so there's some...
0: There's a little bit of... Trauma. A- <laughs> uh, yes, I would agree that there is trauma hidden <laughs> yeah, in there. Yeah,
1: after right after I said I don't want to get all depressing, I explained exactly why I was depressing. But I'm going to focus on their life instead of their instead of their death. Um, we also have had a couple cats over the years. We got one cat right now who's just chilling. He's kind of he's kind of mean. He's like one of those cats that like hates you but like when he's in the right mood like you can be in his presence kind of something like that so he's very loyal to the house though he's, he's like a cat year. yeah I mean a lot of cats are like that I'm gonna say um I'm gonna tell a story about um my my older brother so this is Corgi Um, so that corgi was very fat, um, which is often a problem for corgis, but he was one of the funnest dogs around. Um, he loved to run around and, uh, my favorite thing that he, he knew a couple tricks, like my older brother tried to teach him some, so like he would roll over and you could like rub his belly and he loved that and he could, uh, he could shake and I don't remember what else he couldn't really do that much but my favorite thing the coolest thing that he could do was uh he could play soccer and so oh. that was my favorite thing i mean when i say play soccer i mean he, he could kind of play soccer it wasn't bad so he he knew how to like hit the ball with his nose and stuff and he'd run around and you'd kick it and he'd it. hit it around and sometimes he'd grab it we had a lot of popped soccer balls from (laughs) from teeth marks but uh yeah he was a great dog i i I do i do miss having him i would love to have a pet i've never owned a pet um personally and so i don't know i i like both both dogs and cats Uh, i don't care which one just to have my own pet i think would be fun
0: um you can always go adopt a rock
1: yeah, I noticed that the the homeless rocks um, population is quite large right now. So this is your uh, PSA for um, for you, audience. Um, please go adopt a rock today. Um, there's there's the, the need is very great. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's going to be my pet story. I wish I didn't go depressing right off the bat, but I definitely did, because I screwed myself by saying I don't want to go depressing, so then I had to explain myself. But anyway, Andrew, since we're going back to you... Uh, cat. Andrew, um, I would like to know uh, the craziest thing that has happened to you because of your colorblindness.
0: uh okay so my mom um for for years uh now she gets uh paid to do this but um she did all the vbs and uh so vacation bible school and uh christmas program stuff Mm -hmm. And, and then even um uh some summer camp stuff and it's all volunteer work and now she's actually uh church uh she's a part, she she's the uh, children's mis- mystery leader whatever oh okay. wh- wh- whatever her title is, is Uh um, countryside right yeah yeah okay um I I can't remember if it was for VBS mm-hmm. or for the Christmas program but my mom was like Andrew, I need you to um, uh, choose some color it was like I had to choose some colors where I had like organized something and um she left the room for about five minutes, comes back and I've barely started. And we sat there for like five minutes arguing about colors. Huh. And then I I could tell she she was getting really, really frustrated with me because I was being extremely adamant about the colors I was seeing and um and then that's when it clicked for her she was like I forgot you were colorblind
1: um so she already knew but yeah yeah
0: okay and I I, that actually reminded her of when I was really really young back in elementary school uh it was about the same time that we learned that I was colorblind Mm -hmm. but we were our we were like going through like a book or something Mm-hmm. And we argued adamantly over what a certain color was, hmm. and then bada beam bada boom. I'm colorblind. Wow! But I can. Well, I mean, I can't solve a Rubik's cube because I don't know how. But yeah, <laughs> 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 I can see the colors on a Rubik's cube. There you go. Solid. I like it. Um. Oh, uh, Kurt. Mm-hmm. You, uh, do you have any um, athletics stories? Ooh, athletics
1: stories, sports. Oh, goodness. Um, where would I like to go with this? Um, <laughs> Alright, I'm going to give you a few options. Oh, okay. Because um, this will just help me because I don't want to just dead air until I pick something Um, so I did sports I've done in my life include cross country track basketball football soccer and baseball which of those sports would you like to hear
0: from I feel like I feel like you have more cross country stories than anything else cross country stories okay and that's the sport I'm least familiar with. Okay, so what is a cross-country story? I am not a runner whatsoever, so this is, oh, is going to... Yep, that's... I mean, there's the not end. really a lot of...
1: <laughs> there's not really a lot of complications to running. It's kind of like... You run, you start, and you finish. Like, <laughs> that's about all there is to it. Okay. Um. From cross-country... Uh, shoot. I'm trying to remember if there's a, a very specific thing at all. Um, I think I'm gonna tell, uh, let's go with a story of one of my best races. Honestly, I've forgotten a lot about cross country. I remember a lot of like the camaraderie, so like. Just having fun with, like, my teammates and stuff like that.
0: Those count.
1: Yeah, I know. But I'm trying to think of... Uh, I want to remember a specific race because I've, like... For whatever reason, I've blocked all those out. Which is, probably says something about sports if you remember more of the people than, like, actual events and stuff that happened.
0: I mean, that's me in school, so... Yeah, that's true.
1: Um, I think my favorite race that I ran Um, so the best weather for me to run in for cross country was like 50 degrees and like um, overcast with like mist in the air because it was like it wasn't so cold that you were just like freezing but like it kept you cool, so you didn't get like tired from like getting too hot, um, and I just remember like the air was like super fresh, like it was just like it just felt really refreshing to run. So that happened a couple times where I ran in that kind of weather, um, and the time that I can remember a little bit more was running at Carney, actually.
0: Oh, I'm sorry.
1: Uh, yeah, the carney meat is not a and not not a super fun one um it I, I wasn't running for state i was never that good but yeah i ran a <clears throat> so in cross country you run a 5k which is like three miles about and i don't remember for sure i was never super great at cross country but i was okay um i was usually in the like i was in the top six on my team um By the time I was like a junior and senior Um, So I don't remember what year it was But I ran like a 18 No that's not it I think I ran like a 1930 Or something Um, But I ran it at Kearney And it was like a, a tougher course And there's like this one super Steep hill That you just have to go down You don't go up it Um, When you go up, it's like a super long gradual incline, but going down is just like a drop-off.
0: So are you like running on like sidewalks? No,
1: we run, you run on like a lot of places it's like golf courses or Uh, like parks and stuff. So we run at the golf course that's just um, north of the campus. I don't know what it is, but um, yeah, I don't remember my exact time at all. I remember, I think it was fast enough to letter, which was fun, but I think, I don't know if I'd already lettered that year. I just remember it was a a really fun race because, um, like, of the weather, and I was feeling good for it, so, yeah. In general, though, I remember way more from just crazy stories of, um, like, going to finding, like, looking for, like, a... The, the hobo camp at like Hastings Brickyard uh, with my teammates and uh, running with John and Ben and going on like league steep conversations in practice and um, Marley Munt with her high fives and wanting to run hills and crazy optimism and oh uh, embarrassing but Tug, tug Burdett uh, was a, in my time he was a junior higher I don't know what he is now freshman sophomore but there's remember there's one time he just had like his pair of like uh, like sweatpants so he just put it on his head and was running around with it on his head and it just made me laugh and I don't know like I I don't you know. I don't exactly go around with sweatpants on my head all the time, but I do crazy things sometimes. That's a and I just
0: common fashion
1: statement. Oh, really? Oh, wow. yes. I, I am not. You're I'm behind not all the times. Yeah. What's new? Anyway, those those are some cross-country stories for Andrew. That was a good question. Andrew, I would like to know... Um... Mm, That's another aspect. Um, I'd like to know about a hobby that you once pursued but are no longer pursuing. <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> or at least oh. not to
1: like a, much of an
0: extent. Where know? Where do I start with those? Uh, riding mm-hmm. was one of them. Which writing? I, yeah. Is it like pencil writing? Yeah. Okay, I got you. Well, I mean, uh, it was more of... Um, like typing? But. Yeah, it was um, screenwriting, um, uh, YouTube concept ideas, comics. Um, I played paintball for a while. Hmm. That 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 was expensive.
1: I've only played paintball one time, but it was like one of the funnest things I've done.
0: So I really wanted to get into tournaments, but hmm. I was never on a actual team. Like I, I had a group of people I played with, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't really call them a team. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it just got expensive and no one in the middle of nebraska plays Mm -hmm. competitively really um oh what else is there in my life that i've tried doing and then stopped um there was a point in my life where when i wanted to go into voice acting Hmm. Because I like to say that I have the looks and physique to be on radio.
2: <laughs>
0: what? What's that supposed to mean? <laughs> you don't want me in front of a camera. I oh come on. I, I've I've always hated being in front of a camera. So at one point in middle school, I was like, I'm gonna just go into voice acting. Uh, uh that that. Is that how you sounded in middle school? I probably sounded more like this in middle school. Uh, I don't know why I sound like middle probably school. Probably not. No, I appreciate a, the attempt. A little bit of a punk, probably. Did you get new shoes? Uh, no, these are old ones I'm wearing. Oh, okay. Sorry, that. <laughs> I've I've, I've had I've had these shoes for a while. They were my like th- I so I always have three pairs of shoes, except for right now I only have two. Okay. So I always have three pairs of shoes, and these were my n- ones I was supposed to keep nicer than. Things went downhill, and they weren't kept so nice. Mm-hmm.
2: Speaking
0: of shoes, okay, I'm going to totally avoid your question here. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of shoes, and no, I'm not sponsored, but Converse, mm. okay? Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't mean like, you know, the thicker type ones that your parents buy you because you think that they think that they're going to last longer. No, I mean like the potato sack, uh, mm. thin mm-hmm. can, uh, canvas style Converse. So, I had this pair of Converse that I wore for three months. Because mm-hmm. that's all they lasted me. Oof. But I wore them through everything. I wore them while playing baseball and softball for that summer. I wore them uh, playing, when, when I played paintball. I wore them down a water slide. I wore them down. Uh, wat-
1: why would you wear it down a water slide? Because
0: I was, I was at a summer camp. And I was stupid. Um, what else did I wear do? Um, I, I wore them while going uh, canoeing. Um, a lot of these have to do with the water for some reason. Um, it, it flooded while we were there, and I sprinted through the flood mm-hmm. to get from point A to point B because I'm dumb. Um, I, at one point my shoes were lit on fire. That happened. Um, base, while they were in the
2: water. <laughs> of
0: course. <laughs> while they were soaking wet, we light them on fire. Uh-huh. Um, oh, what, I, I melted the bottom of them because I was sitting at a, uh, a little, like, you know, like, um, caged in campfire type thing that, you know, people have in their backyards. Okay. But I put my feet on the uh, cage itself <laughs> oh, no. for a little bit too long. And when I went to go remove them, they were uh, really strainy. Uh, um,
2: um <gasps>
0: but basically, I had to replace those shoes, not, not because, you know, they were getting, like, gross or anything. They, they were actually really nice, except all along the sole of my left shoe, I had ripped it open uh, somehow. Huh. And I, I ripped it open. I was like, well, I guess there's that. So that is why I bought new shoes, and that is why I stay with Converse, is because they're comfy. And uh, they last through basically everything that I've ever done for three months for three months yeah. i've I've gotten better about it.
1: so you don't you know melt them every weekend anymore. yeah, okay. I'm How bad. many pairs of converse have you had? do you think? Um, so last one you had for like for forever, right? Because you just bought
0: some not too long ago. Yeah, um. I still have a pair that I never really wore, but they're too small for me now. Oh. Um,
1: have you always gotten the black and white one?
0: Typically, yeah. I, I stick with the black and white because I'm colorblind and
1: ah. black
0: hmm. kind of goes with everything. That's a good
1: point. I've never thought about it. You wear a lot of black.
0: I wear a lot of monotone colors for huh. the most
1: part. I never even thought about that.
0: But it's because... So, growing up, um, I oh. was never good at... Telling what went with what. Oh, that's another thing that I wanted to do. Uh, another hobby I had was I wanted to be an artist.
1: Hey, look at that way to bring it back to the original. Yes,
0: um, <laughs> but
1: what kind of artist?
0: Um, I want at one point I wanted to be a comic book artist. Mm. Then I wanted to do animation. Mm-hmm. Um, I I I just I just wanted to draw like cartoon esque characters. But so I. Throughout elementary school, you know, I, I teachers like, oh, you know, you're 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 good, you can you, you're doing good and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, middle school hit, I didn't pay attention to many of my studies, and I just doodled in my notebooks. My um, art teacher then was like, you got he's like you got a good eye for stuff, you know, keep it up. High school hits,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and I failed art <laughs> because I couldn't shade my. Color palettes weren't all that great, apparently, Mm -hmm. and I couldn't do. um, Oh, what's that? That one art style where it's just a bunch of small dots. Uh,
1: Um, Whatever I was about to say is probably not correct. So I'm gonna let someone comment down below. If uh, there's not even comments, write a review (laughs) with (laughs) with the answer to this question. (laughs) Uh, So
0: I. Okay, so. How I did it, it looked like a smooth transi- transition, like it gradually, mm-hmm. you know, faded from dark to light, but what ended up happening was, it was just a definitive line, um, like, according, according to, you know, normal people, there was a definitive line between each of my deals, so I was like, I I can't see it, it just blends together for me.
1: Okay, so, so I lied, it was, it's definitely stippling, stippling. which is the first thing yeah. that I thought of. Uh, I was like, it's...
0: Stipulism. I don't know why that came to mind. but I mean,
1: that's pretty much
0: the I same don't, thing, probably. I don't know. I, but yeah, I just, I, w- I wanted to, I was like, you know what? Who needs to go to school to do art? Turns out you do. Um, I mean, maybe, I don't know. I mean, if you're good enough, you don't really have to go to school for anything, but. true. But, yep, yeah, that's I, – I, <laughs> wow, that was my Life a,
1: hacks with Andrew. If you're good enough, you don't have to go to school.
0: <laughs> yeah, essentially. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Wow, I went on a long, convoluted hey, tangent. you know what?
1: I love how you brought it back, though. That was great. It's all because – I of, threw you, you off with shoes, and then you somehow got back to the original question. It's because so. you,
0: you you agreed that I wear very monotone colors for the most part. and I was like, "Oh, well, it's because I'm colorblind. So mm-hmm. I was like, hey –
1: we just we're just tying all these things together. Segway. This is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well done. What you got cooking there? Andrew's examining his strawberry milk as we speak.
0: I had a uh, hair fall into my strawberry milk.
1: Ah Has the culprit been dealt with? Yes. Okay. Crisis averted. Um Thank you, Andrew, for sharing. We are, let's see here. I think we're getting down to like a third, third yeah. left for milk. So we'll see how much longer we last.
0: All right. I'm going to take a wild guess and say we got about 15 minutes worth of milk
1: left. That's what I'm going to say too. Um,
0: I've, I feel like, all right, I, I, I got another segue story here. Um, So pe- people that inspire you, Kurt. And I'm Ooh. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna answer this question first because I've been talking about this dude a lot recently with some friends. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I had a close uh friend who oh I don't even know how old he was mm-hmm. um but he passed away this summer. Mm. I think it was from stroke or a heart attack. I don't know. Yeah. Uh. He, I I knew him only from from camp. He was always a, a uh, counselor there, worked a lot with the younger kids. But um, I have never met someone who. Okay, so little backstory. He, um, he he wasn't a normal dude. He he had some mental disability, but mm. I okay. don't I don't know what it is. Um. that didn't stop him. He was single-handedly the smartest person I knew, hmm. both street and book smarts, and uh, he, he acted like a kid even though he shouldn't have. <laughs> he did everything ma- from making ginormous bonfires mm-hmm. that would scorch the tops of cottonwood trees around our fire pits. Oh, goodness. To... Uh, jumping down the water slide in his uh, final year of going to camp. Hmm. Um, But, uh, he, so he always showed up to camp, but he was never given a specific thing to do. Hmm. Um, he, He was always told, you know, you're always welcome to show up, you know, the kids love you. The staff loves you. Just do 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 whatever you want, and all he really wanted to do was hang out with the kids and do campfires. Mm. But he was also the only one that I knew that um, he didn't have to be asked. It was all free will that he would he would go and just he would pick up trash every day.
2: Mm.
0: He would. You know, take take trash out. He would do the dishes. He, he would do all the work that needed to be done, but no, it, it was never anyone's really first go to to be done. He was always the first one to do it. Um, Say so one one of my favorite things is, and the so, you know the game. Um, uh, oh, it's it's on like a disc, and you pass it around, and it has like the topics on it. Uh, catchphrase? Yes, catchphrase. Yeah. So uh, the staff members were playing catchphrase one time, and so you know how you're supposed to work in teams and only answer for your team. He was answering for both sides, <laughs> but getting every single thing right. Huh. And it, at the at the time, it was it was more of like, hey, you need you need to stop. But looking back, it's hilarious because nobody would have ever guessed that. Hmm. But he's also the guy to be like. He's like, I don't know if I'm making any impact here, but mm-hmm. if I'm touching one person, whether it be a camper staff member or someone I meet while riding out here, mm-hmm. that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. He had so much advice that it's... Man, it's going to suck being at, at camp this year because uh, I I don't think all the campers know that he's gone.
1: Mm-hmm. Are you going to camp?
0: Yes. Okay. Say, um... And he, he was a – so I, we, me and uh, three other uh, younger staff members were, were all relatively the same age. We formed this group off of a joke, and we're the Sarsaparilla Kids. Mm. And um, he was an honorary member. He was always allowed to come hang out with us, always allowed to, you know, ha- have fun. Nobody ever turned him away. He was the guy you wanted to have there. He told the best devotions, um, hmm. but it it just it's weird because we're all like, man, we need to you know carry on that selfless legacy. And o and my favorite my favorite quote from him is uh, so he was baptized there in mm-hmm. in the lake on the campgrounds, and my favorite thing is. Um, he, he said when he would always end his um his uh Jesus story it would be the dirty lake water here wash me, wash me clean mm. and that's probably my favorite quote cuz it just sums up who he was mm. and it was just man it, it was just a great time so he's he's someone that definitely inspires me and pushes me forward to you know do the the small things that probably other people aren't new and you know hmm. be a helping hand when i can so
1: that was really cool thank you for sharing that kurt
0: hmm. what about you
1: you know as <laughs> you even gave me an easy out you gave me all that time to think of somebody else um I've thought of a lot of people who have inspired me in my life. Um, Just teachers, family, friends, um, all sorts of people. In the end, I'm going to land on... uh, I'm going to go with my sister, Christina. Um, If you've been listening to the show uh, for a while, Christina's been on several times. um, And uh, so... She and I are the closest out of all of my siblings, um, both in terms of uh, just age gap, and uh, probably just in relationship too. Um, and I'm trying to think of uh, how I would describe her, she's just so kind and caring, um, like quirky in all the best ways, you know. Um, and someone who I see as so like she's had the past few years, like, tried to figure out some different things in life, you know, and, like, they're not always going quite exactly, like, as she'd planned, like, if, like, school was frustrating or Um, uh, trying to navigate the whole, you know, relationship scene and, uh, just giving away her time at work. Um, she, she works with a girl around her age who has, um, I think it's Angel, Angelman Syndrome. Um, hopefully that's the right term. Um and she's just worked with her for so many years and developed a, such a bond with someone who can't even like basically has the the vocabulary of like a like a 2-year-old maybe, you know, like and yeah, she just inspires me to um continue trusting God and uh to do something meaningful with my life, and to truly um, love others. So, yeah, love you, sis. Um, yeah,
0: that was a very good question. Well, that's sappy. <laughs>
1: that's okay. Okay, okay. I go, go ahead. Okay.
0: Say, I got probably one drink left. Okay. So Here, you wanna go? You wanna do one more say, question each? Uh, well, I'll say let's let's end this end this on somewhat of a goofy note. You wanna go goofy instead? Okay. What What is the strangest thing to ever happen in your life?
1: Meeting you.
2: <laughs> All right, fair enough. That's rough. We'll call it good.
1: Andrew drinks his milk and. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> it's gone. That's it. Wait, wait, wait. My milk's not gone. <laughs> uh, thank you all for tuning in. Uh, Andrew's milk is gone. He is done talking. I'm leaving the room. He is leaving the room. Uh, that was so much fun. Thank you for doing that. I don't know. I thought about... This is kind of fun. Uh, I'd love to do some more story time another date with Andrew. But uh,
0: I have many a more story...
1: I'm glad we hit we hit a serious note. I was wanting to do that, and I didn't know what the question was going to be, but that worked out pretty well. Hey! So, anyway, I'm going to take my, my sip of milk here. That is going to be it for today's episode of Audio Stew. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we will catch you next time. That's going to do it for today's episode. Um, It's a little bit on the shorter end. It might actually be the shortest episode I've done. Um, I'd have to go back and look at that, but I think that's true. Like I said at the start of the episode, I had a great time doing this with Andrew. Um, He's just a super fun guy to be around. Um, He has lots lots, and lots of great stories. Um, We didn't even get into a lot of some of the crazy things he's told me over the past couple years, but um, yeah. Just a really solid guy to be around. Really fun. Next time on Audio Stew, we actually have a, another Wentz. We have Andrew's cousin. We have John Wentz. He will be coming on the show to talk about um, just some outdoor adventure type stuff. And so we have, uh, we have two Wentz uh, coming on the show back to back. And so you might say it only happens once a lifetime. And this is a moment where all my ratings plummet. Well, it's kind of hard for them to plummet. I don't really have any ratings in the first place. But if I did, they would probably plummet right now. Speaking of ratings, if you do like the show and you'd like to introduce others to the show, um, that is one great way to do it. Um, just to let them know that the show is uh, worth their time. And If you're feeling extra creative day, you can even write a review. I would love that. That's going to do it for today's episode. Thank you for tuning in, and I hope to see you next time.